Now, people are telling me it's Monday. People, people are talking it's morning. And I've heard through the grapevine that it just might be macabre. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the dramatic reading edition. Where we, or not really dramatic reading, more of uh, the, the rumor, the heard through the, heard through the grapevine edition. We're constantly starting rumors. We're we're cons. We're a go- we're a bunch of gossip geese, <laughs> we're which the is a biggest new- gossip geese. <laughs> we're a whole flock of gossip. New geese. podcast, the Gossip Geese, the Flying V. Uh, welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, everybody, with Scones and Darcy for another week of things that make you go, ah, man. Ah, well, I could have gone without hearing that's that. That's our that's our tag. Oh, jeez, that's real. Oh, geez. oh, God, he did what? Oh, jeez. It's May, and as you've all heard before. April showers, they bring Mayflowers. And the Mayflower brought death to thousands. (laughs) (laughs) A little uh, little trickery right there. A little haiku by Dars. (laughs) A little, yeah, exactly. It's it's 575. Don't read into it too much. I didn't see as many It's Gonna Bay May uh, memes this year. True. It's on the way out. I think it's the pandemic, really. Nobody wants to nobody's talking about it's gonna be may nobody's talking about it nobody's talking we fi- we're breaking the story here we're live. finally finally someone's talking about it finally also uh i want to make sure we get this into the top of the show shout out to the patreon listeners for your continued support as everyone knows we are ad free and independent meaning we have no one giving us that sweet sweet capital except for you our listeners we never talk about our wonderfully comfortable casper mattresses <laughs> how much money we, sucks how much money we can save on stamps.com exactly uh how you can build your own website easily with squarespace we don't get into any of that none of it because who wants none to hear of it that because we want to keep guys, it clean you guys would rather hear us tell haikus <laughs> haikus about the mayflower and horrific things that happened thereafter uh so we appreciate that feel free to check out the patreon if you want to help out the show we talk about cryptids in our latest episodes. A couple of crypt daddies. A couple of crypt daddies came popping out. Check those out. And we appreciate all of you who are Patreon members and all of you who are listeners. Guys, happy May. Happy, happy May. Monday. Ha- happy May. May. I mean, by the end of this month, isn't everybody going to be like vaccinated? Hopefully. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We're, a, I'm, this I'm is on, a, I'm, I should say... We're from the U.S., so it's Jones, scheduled. I think we that. got our shots on the same day, unbeknownst. Ooh, look shoot. at us. When, when, when do you get your second shot? Because I know we're both one We're one stickies. I get it on uh, the 20th. <laughs> you get it on the 20th? Oh, I got mine on the, th- I'm getting mine on the 13th. I get mine on the 20th year. In that, I'm going to uh, have a full week city. of super vaccination uh, before you even get your first shot or second shot. So you better watch out. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, when I get my second shot, I'm really going to put it to the test. I'm going to see how many different <laughs> am I impervious to death. Yeah, well, Scones is going to do the catch the bullet in his teeth magic trick. Uh, he's going to jump from building. It's going to be like Heroes. You guys remember Heroes? Yeah, let's get into Heroes reference. Let's That's what the Heroes want. Season 2, are you, are you kidding me? Do you think Marvel and like their success has just totally eclipsed Heroes? Heroes? Yeah, I think Heroes Cinematic Universe has taken a pretty big hit as of late. <laughs> I the really demand's feel, just really, not there for Heroes content anymore. Not, yeah. The Heroes content has it's dried up, unfortunately. Uh, but Scones, this week, 
I'm going to be bringing you a uh, a real spooky Creeperton. Ooh, uh, uh, creepy, scary, scary boy? Yeah, a creepy, scary boy. Uh, for real, for real, I'm God. Oh, true. As the, as the kids say. I saw a very funny meme today. Mm-hmm. And it was... This sounds like the like two elderly people talking to each other. I saw the I saw a very meme funny today. meme today. My, My grandson. grandson. <laughs> it was Mulder and, Mulder and Scully. Is that their names? Yep. From X-Files? Yes. And yes. it's them squatting over <laughs> with cigarettes in their mouths and they're wearing like Adidas tracksuits. And it says, the truth, <laughs> doing is, squats. The truth is, we out here. <laughs> And that's, there's your there's your verbal meme for the week. A meme. <laughs> scones is meme corner. <laughs> Thank you, scones. Applause, <laughs> everyone in here. your car. Get your hands off the wheels of your car and give them a round of applause. Uh, this week, I'm going to be bringing scones something little little creepy, spooky, and he's gonna he's gonna be just like you, the listener, hearing it for the first time. And this week is one that is. In, it, it, it's a i don't know how to it's wacky let's say that it like we'll in call a it less wacky. scary it could it's hurt my feelings no way. it's i mean there's still uh macabre there's there's it's a murder so it's macabre but it's it's got an interesting ending i'll leave that cliffhanger there Ooh, that means that you the listener has to listen till the end now that's what we in the biz call a little hook a little cliffy hangeroni so we, right before he tells the thing at the end, we can just pack it yeah. with ads. Yeah, we're <laughs> you're going to hear all about Squarespace and Bombas. Hell yeah. But this week we're going to be talking about Matthew Gibson, who, I don't, is, there's not like a good uh, title for this really. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about Matty G. <laughs> yeah, he's not, it's like, not like the like belt buckle strangler or something. Or right, like. exactly. <laughs> it's just like. Matthew Gibson, the guy who drove 250 miles to turn himself in. That's not like an exciting title, but but that's what the that's the long and short of it. Why would he? It seems like the meme again, verbal meme corner, with the guy and he's doing a kickflip with a rake and then it just hits him in the face. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, we'll get. That's the interesting part is why he turned himself in. So without further ado, band, ado me further. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's in the background shaking her head. We should just start fist fighting our band like in the Eric Andre show. Mm. Okay, we'll do it right now. Ready? Three, just, two, <gasps> one. A fight! Good slinging dingers, Hell in a Cell just took place with us in the band, and we came out victorious as expected. Smoked them. Here's the deal. I'm going to read to you an article that gives you the, the, that the summation of the murder in question and the uh, confession. And then I'm going to read to you some more details that are, have, have been dug up. That'll have you going, what? You're going to hit me with those dumbfounding, uh, dug up detailed daddies? Yeah, I'm going to hit you with some daddy deets that'll dumbfound your, your, your... (laughs) This is a little ditty right now. Jack and Diane once said, sucking down chili dogs. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yep, exactly. All right, let's get to it. Enough, enough, lo- enough lollygagging. So this uh, first first article that'll be a good summary of the case is from the Charlotte Observer, written by Mark Washburn. Great guy, a local legend in uh, yeah. What do you say, Charlottesville? Uh, it's from the Charlotte Observer. Oh, Charlotte. So Charlotte. Uh, I'm assuming North Carolina, but could be sh- it could. There's I'm sure there's plenty of Charlottes. Probably. So. A pang of conscience drove a western North Carolina man across the country. I think it's the North Carolina one. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think we figured it out. (laughs) And into prison for the next decade. Matthew Gibson, 55, left his home in Velas, a rural Watauga County settlement near Boone for Arizona this summer, where he told authorities that he had beaten a woman to death and hidden her body beside the Colorado River. His story checked out. Police in Bullhead City, a desert oasis in western Arizona about 100 miles south of Las Vegas, examined their unsolved murder and found the case of Barbara Brown Agnew, 38, whose half-clothed body was discovered in thick riverbank scrub in 1997. Gibson, a former meth and cocaine user, told police that he'd been beset by guilt over the crime for years and finally decided to get it off his chest. He's quoted as saying, I had no intention to take a life. Gibson said in a statement to police, but it did happen, and I, as a man, will accept my punishment. It's just a prank, dude. (laughs) That is not the reaction. (laughs) I like... Okay, first of all, he says, I, as a man, will accept my punishment, but he also waited, like, 17 years? A long car ride. Before... This happened in 1997, and in 2014, he turns himself in. So, not really, like... Not a great guy. Not a great guy. So he was a he was a meth addict and cocaine user. So drugs are one hundred percent a a role in in this whole ordeal. Remember that, kids. Remember, kids. Don't don't scones. What's the moral here? I I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm following. What a dare stand for? I don't remember. Defense against the real encounters. Yeah. Wait, is Dare yeah. even a... Dare's not a thing anymore, right? No, Dare is no another reference is no that's gonna, thing. Along with Heroes, it's going to be lost on some yeah, people. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> listeners are going to be like, what is Heroes and what is Dare? Who is Ronald Reagan? <laughs> so, even before Gibson showed up, the long-simmering mystery of Agnew's death was full of odd twists. Agnew's husband told police that on the night of June 23rd, 1997, she was kidnapped from Kingsman, Arizona, about 35 miles from Bullhead City. An unknown woman forced her into a car and sped off, investigators were told. A week later, her decomposing body was found on a Colorado River embankment on the edge of Bullhead City. An autopsy showed she died of powerful blows to the head. Investigators learned that Agnew, who was mentally troubled, claimed people were out to get her. She said she was a full-blooded Seminole Indian from Florida. Then her case went cold for 17 years. Gibson was born August 13, 1959, in Newark, New York, a village of the, on the Erie Canal. He told authorities that he suffered physical, mental, and emotional abuse as a child. Oh, this is a pattern. A classic. A classic Monday Morning Macabre uh, life story. Wait, does he have, like, the Mickey D's, like, three-for-three three menu? Yeah, yeah, he's got the three-for-three three bucks of fire-starting fire animal cruelty and wetting the bed. I don't actually know about those, but... Oh, okay. He, I... The three for three is the McDonald's triad. That's what I said. The Mickey D's three for three menu. Yeah, the Mickey D's three. Yeah. So. Hold on. Wait, can you hear? There's a dog behind me like snoring. Can you hear it? No. 
Alright, it's raining, it's pouring, up a dog behind you snoring? She is. She is sawing some logs. <laughs> so, he started drinking and using marijuana at 18, later added methamphetamine, LSD, and cocaine. He quit all of it a few years ago, he said. Court records obtained Friday by The Observer show he's been married twice and has two children, where their whereabouts unknown to him. One of his sisters lives in Vilas, and the other two siblings live in other states. When arrested, he told police that he had two jobs in the past year. He got fired from the second one, he said, when his employer wanted him to go to a psychiatrist and he refused. On June 5th, Mary Garcia, a detective in Bullhead City, got a call from police in Winslow, about 250 miles away. A man was in their department trying to confess to a murder that happened in the 90s in Bullhead City. Garcia hit the road. Gibson told Garcia that he met Agnew one night after midnight and took her back to his trailer on 1st Street. It is unclear if they met for a sexual encounter to use drugs or both, Garcia later said in a statement. Gibson told her that the woman, he didn't know her name at the time, was quote, loud and obnoxious and he quote, wanted her gone, but she wouldn't leave. He picked up a heavy maglite flashlight and struck her repeatedly. He told Garcia then he rolled her body into a sheet and dumped it on the riverbank. He left Bullhead City a few months later and drifted to Las Vegas and continued using drugs, Garcia said. Though Gibson seemed polite and talkative, he became evasive when she tried to pin him down on details, saying he couldn't remember. I mean, that I believe, though. Like, wasn't this yeah. 17 years ago? 17, wasn't years, on... 17 years prior, while you're doing heavy drugs, yeah. I can get... Yeah, that makes sense as to why you might not remember some things. Yeah, I don't remember what time it was because I was zooted off meth. <laughs> And probably freaking out. I think I zooted is one of my favorite words for high that I've ever heard. <laughs> zooted. Getting twisted. Getting twizzlered. My favorite uh, don't do drugs commercial is when it's the kids yeah. in the diner. And the, the, mm -hmm. all the other kids are like, yo, we're going to The basketball go one? Do, yeah. No, I don't. I don't know what they're doing, but anyway, they're like, yeah, we're going to go smoke or whatever. Like, you want to come? Yep. And they yep. got the kids like, no, I no, I have homework. Yeah, it's like a free grand slam or whatever. <laughs> oh, no, no. The kids are like, yeah, the kids are like, yo, we're going to go get twisted. You want to come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid's like, no, I have homework. And then all the kids yeah. leave. And then he's like, can I get the check? Yeah. And the diner guy's like, <laughs> it's on the house. <laughs> and it's like, remember, kids, if you don't do drugs, you might get breakfast for free once. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> sick. I got an, uh, an omelet from an old creepy dude. I got an old omelet while all my friends got to go get yeah. twisted. <laughs> What's the one where... There's one where, like, they're playing basketball. Or, like, it's something like they were like, yo, we're going to go get, you know, like, tw tw like that twisted or something like that. Or no, no, no. They're like, yo, bro. Okay, they're playing pickup basketball. And one of the kids goes, hey, bro, you want to smoke? And he goes... Only smoking I do is when I smoke clowns like you on the b-ball court. <laughs> I was like, and oh, the whole man. crowd goes wild. Some old, just some old guy was like, wrote that down. This is how like, kids I, talk. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I fucking nailed it. I hit a, I hit it out of the park. The, I think actually my favorite ones, my actual favorite ones, are the ones that are just a yellow piece of paper and like a pencil drawing. What? It's just a weird little animation. The dog walks up to like the stick figure on the bed. He's like. Ever since you started smoking weed, you don't take me for walks anymore. <laughs> and then the kid's like, I don't know, man. And then the dog just walks away. And I'm like, yeah, shit. That's it. That, I, I, yeah. There's so many good ones. I think anti-drug <laughs> anti commercials are some of the, one of the worst commercials. That and like the kid who like melts into his couch. There's a, just a myriad of weird ideas for like representing someone smoking. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. 
It's amazing. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So he said he, he says he can't remember. Uh, again, drugs. Garcia is stated as saying, unless Matthew Gibson has killed others, I seriously doubt that he does not remember the details of, blo- of the bludgeoning death, she said in a statement. According to a Scripps Howard analysis of FBI data, three other women besides Agnew were bludgeoned to death in Mojave Wait, County, what was Arizona. That word? A Scripps? What was the uh, you said? A, okay, Scripps Howard is a, 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 it's like a company. It's, it's, it's oh, a okay. title. I was like, what yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's an organization. Um, Three other women besides Agnew were bludgeoned to death in Mojave County, Arizona in 1997 and 1998. By 2012, none of the cases were solved. A week ago, Gibson was sentenced to 10 years by Rick Williams, a Mojave County Superior Court judge. Garcia said Gibson gave details that only the killer would know, like clubbing her with a flashlight. But were it not for his guilty conscience, the case would probably have never been solved, said Bullhead City Police Spokeswoman Emily Fromelt. Matthew Gibson's name was never linked to or brought up in this cold case murder, she said. We didn't even know he existed until he turned up at Winslow PD to turn himself in. So, so that is the... So they think... Wait, he only confessed to one of them? Well, it's only... No, he only killed the, the one woman. Barbara Agnew. So, yeah, so he only killed Barbara Agnew, but... He came and confessed because of a guilty conscience, or so they thought in 2014. Ooh. Sucker, you thought. However, later, actually a few days later, honestly. <laughs> like they, an hour. They, uh, t- TBH. They f- there's another more interesting reason as to why the man confessed. And that's why th- it's it's because of this confession uh uh, reasoning why I chose this because I thought it was pretty interesting. So here's another article on CNN.com titled, After Creepy Messages, Man Confesses to Old Murder. So we got a little intrigue now. We got some creepy messages involved. So, he never knew the name of the woman he killed all those years ago back in Arizona. Then Matthew Gibson started getting mysterious messages, at least some bearing the name Anita Townshed. Oh, man, it's like, this is like Circleville letters, dude. Yeah, I mean, no, Westfield we're, letters. We're getting juicy and wacky soon. Can that <laughs> wacky juice flowing? Yeah, we got, we got that wacky juice. <laughs> so according to police, in June, the 55-year-old drove from his North Carolina home all the way to Arizona, where he walked into the Winslow, Arizona Police Department and confessed. The thing is, as the Charlotte Observer newspaper noted, which is what I just read, in breaking the story Monday, the name of Gibson's victim wasn't Anita, it was Barbara Brown, and police didn't know anything about Gibson. So Gibson shows up, and he's saying, like, Anita Townshed is why he's confessing. And he thinks that these police are going to be like, ha ha, we knew it. Gotcha. But... Well, so, so I'll continue. I think because he recently found religion, he was starting to feel guilty and wanted to do the right thing, said his attorney, Ron Jaleo. Gibson had never had any run-ins with the law, not even a traffic ticket. He could have gotten away with this, Bullhead City Police Detective Mary Garcia said, who was also in the former article. Instead, he was recently sentenced to more than 10 years in prison. The saga began in 1997 when police found Brown's body along the Colorado Colorado River in Bullhead City, about 50 miles southeast of Las Vegas. 
It goes on for some of the summary, which I just explained, so I'll skip over that. Then this summer, the messages started arriving. He got text messages, police said, and the observer reported he told authorities he had gotten a telephone call from Walmart telling him Townshed's prescription was ready. He also got a Walmart advertisement with no return name or address, according to the newspaper. Walmart's behind us. <laughs> well, so he felt, according to the police report, that he had, quote, a contract on his head. Big well, Walmart's coming to get him? Yeah, so... He's get, he got a call from Walmart and then an ad from Walmart, and his guilty conscience has convinced him now that somebody knows what he did, Ooh. and that there is a group of people coming after him. It's an I know what you did last summer kind of vibe. Exactly. From Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> but scary. They're like, I know what you did in aisle five. We got the rollbacks. I have a good... <laughs> exactly. On June 5th, he walked into the Winslow Police Department and said he wanted to confess to a crime, according to the police report. Bullhead City Police, alerted by colleagues in Winslow, searched their files and found Brown's death. They got a warrant for his arrest. He pleaded guilty to manslaughter last week and was sentenced to ten and a half years in prison. I had no intention to take a life, the observer quoted Gibson as saying in a statement to the police, but it did happen and I as a man will accept my punishment. Jaleo said his client has always said he never wanted to kill Brown and he is very remorseful after all this happened. So I was like, that's wacky. That is wacky. That 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 Walmart somehow forced this guy to do this. Dude, listen, Walmart is it's a gem. If you want to get your eyesight checked like three feet from a subway, go to Walmart. <laughs> hey, you want, you want to buy curtain rods and just have gross deli meat smell? Go to Walmart. You want to get shoes that fall apart after wearing them four times and then <laughs> also get flowers? Do you want to do your taxes and get your nails done at the same time? <laughs> Go, Go to Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> Go to Walmart. So then I found an Unresolved Mysteries post about this case. And they go into a little more detail about the, the Walmart stuff. So his name, the, the poster was Homelander 619. What? So uh, the boys reference. Oh, their 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 post on unresolved mysteries goes. I believe it's a it's an article. Oh, clipping okay. That they've, I thought they've you meant the poster was of Homelander. I was like, wait, how no, long no, ago no, no, was no, no, this? No. It was posted by someone with the okay. username Homelander six nineteen. Uh, it goes to say his name was never in any report. We didn't even know he existed. Mojave County Assistant Prosecutor Jay Zach said Tuesday. The man grew suspicious after he began receiving text messages and voicemails from Walmart telling him that Anita Townsend's prescription was ready for pickup. Gibson, a former cocaine and meth addict, provided a written statement to authorities last month. Only the good Lord knows what that night was all about, but I'm deeply, deeply sorry for that night, he wrote. For years now, I have weeped over this and it has been heavy on my soul. His lawyer said the feeling propelled Gibson to drive about 1,800 miles this summer from Velos, North Carolina, to Winslow, Arizona, where he went to the police. So he literally drove across the country. Yeah. After getting texts and phone calls from Walmart ads. <laughs> um... So Gibson did not know the name of the woman he killed, so he concluded that Anita Townsend must have been the victim and that someone was playing games with him. So he thinks that he was he thinks someone knew about the murder. And that her name and was, he was Anita so paranoid Townsend. about uh Yeah, yeah. He was so paranoid about it that he thinks that they're texting him under the guise of Walmart. Wait, who what is that, what's her actual name? Her actual name was Barbara Agnew. Okay. 
And Walmart was just calling him for some random lady's prescription that had absolutely nothing to do with anything. Dude, don't do drugs, man. You get the wrong mail, all of a sudden you start thinking someone's coming to get you. When he was sent an envelope containing an ad from Walmart, but with no return label, he came to believe that there was the contract on his head. So he thinks someone's playing with games with him. He has a, he thinks someone's put a contract on his head. Does he think if he confesses, they, the contract will be off? <laughs> like- well, it's... I, I think it's it's a mixture of guilty conscience and also, like, if I turn myself in, I'll be safe in prison. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was going to say, I don't think that's how contracts work, my dude. <laughs> I think they're coming to kill <laughs> yeah, exactly. you regardless of where you are. Yeah. So, so he drives across the country, confesses to a 17-year-old cold case, and that is how they finally get closure on the murder of Barbara Agnew. That's weird. Is because of Walmart, <laughs> Walmart's ads just not being good. And targeting the wrong person for prescription pickups. I hope Walmart hears this and is like, yes, <laughs> we did this. Send more useless ads. <laughs> One of them was, imagine being Anita Townsend and wondering why the fuck Walmart is taking so long with your meds <laughs> and then finding this out. <laughs> yeah, it's like Pepe Silly. Like, yeah. <laughs> not only is she not the dead person, she's wondering where her mail is for weeks. Yeah. It really goes to show like just how much a guilty conscience can play into like paranoia and how... Even the smallest thing could just make you be like, oh, no, somebody n- knew what happened. Yeah, it's like the this is kind of like the it's like a, a modern day version of the Telltale Heart, <laughs> a modern day American South yeah, right? version of the Telltale Heart. <laughs> it's funny because one of the comments is Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart <laughs> is a similar earlier example. There you go. That's l- literally one of the replies. Hey, means mean that reply guy on the same way. Hey, me, me, you and you slash american i thought it was gonna be some horribly offensive name nah, <laughs> you're gonna be like you and never nah. on the same wavelength <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that would be he's way less of a monster i mean he still killed someone so you gotta yeah he's definitely time. a monster but, I, but I don't think you can way okay, less yeah. so than some of the people we talk for about sure here, for sure relative. for sure uh uh definitely agree he's definitely not on the same caliber as some of them but he is still a piece of garbage who he i'm is. glad is is in jail for sure but also when he got interviewed, he's probably like, I felt guilty and I thought Walmart was coming to get me instead of the other people. And they're like, why'd you do it? And they're like, because their blood felt good in my eyes or some weird <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> Well, the dog next door told me that the devil was yeah. gonna, you know, it's like, okay, this guy's, you're a little nuts, Mr. Berkowitz, but did Walmart get you? Nope. Only this guy. What if Walmart got- was like some Punisher style, like just putting out <laughs> hits on people, like on murderers? Yeah, all the elderly gentlemen who tell you to have a nice day, greeters. all the greeters are really like agents of a Walmart conspiracy group yeah. who know and track down murderers. They're all like retired from like elite death squads. <laughs> this is like a graphic novel right in itself right now. Okay, I think we're on to something big. We should stop talking about this on air. We should go over to the Sling and Dinger's uh, literary team. Hey, Sling and Dinger's literary team, write this down. It's a big Sling company, all right? Club. There's lots of, lots of different... <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of departments. And the literary division is one of the biggest. Did you see they stopped in the Sling and Dinger's like, room? They just stopped giving out donuts now? We have to buy our own donuts? Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, like, honestly. Like, ro- I guess there's budget cuts or something, but... Couldn't be because of us. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be us. We're the ones bringing in that sweet, sweet dough. And we need this full band. I don't care what they say. <laughs> we need this full band, and I need my daily teeth treatments to keep them white and sparkling. Yo, fun fact <laughs> that I learned this week. You know upright what? basses? Are you familiar? 
I'm up. I'm familiar with the upright bass. Do you know how much upright basses cost? Uh, you also listened to an Eric Andre interview. Yes. A standard one wow, is like is weird. eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. For like a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty thousand dollars for an upright bass. Is it Speakeasy? Was that the ones? I think so. With Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. Yeah. This is weird. It's a great Why series. Do we this? <laughs> yeah, I was literally listening to Speakeasy like all week this week. That's really weird. Me too. Did you see the one with Scott Ackerman where it's literally just an episode of Comedy Bang yes. Bang? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they should bring okay. Speakeasy back. Anyway. Anyway, Swing and diggers, it's trying to buy old. the rights and revive Speakeasy. Yeah, yeah. This this is no longer McCall. No, it's just this a is... fanboy section right now. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, do you do you have you gotten any emails from Walmart, guys and gals? Do you have anything you want to tell or, us? Have, do you want <laughs> yeah, do you want to confess to something on air? Because that'll be a hell of a before episode. they fucking and we'll probably Walmart drive ratings. Fucking gets you. <laughs> If so, contact us at our socials, Twitter, MMMacabrePod, Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre, or go to MondayMorningMacabre.com for uh, Patreon info, merch, etc., and support the show. Yeah, Patreon. We appreciate it. Def check out if you're like, oh, one episode a week? That's so crazy. Like, That's oh, so lame, dude. So I want like, another like 16 to 20 hours of content for $6. And then some weird videos of guys eating wings <laughs> or nuggets. I don't even think they were wings. Yeah. So check all that out, and above all, have the goodest of Mondays. Have the greatest of Mondays. <gasps> Goodbye. Bye.